When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is the Michael K. Show podcast. Listen live weekday afternoon starting at 3 on 98.7 ESPN in New York. The ESPN app, the TuneIn app, or on your smart speaker. Hey Alexa, play 98.7 ESPN. Welcome back to the show. A special football Friday before the Super Bowl. We're coming to you live from Franklin Square in New York. Plot Deutsch Park is the place. Come on by if you're in the area. Let me tell you a quick story before we bring on Steve. Um, I have had breakups, Peter, yeah. with women Sure, that did not affect me as much as Steve Young not being on the uh, show. Yeah. But that's also because you're dead inside, but yeah. But I wasn't dead inside when it came to, to Steve. No. I mean, women that I spent four or five years with, we broke up, I was fine the next day. Wow. I still think about Steve not being on the show before it kills me. Well, and I doubt Steve knows this, but he's probably hearing it on hold. Right. We, we complained about it. The, uh, the fact that we couldn't have him on the show. And we were shot down. To a, yeah, we complained. No, no. And then on the air, complained about it to probably an almost uncomfortable degree where we could have gotten in trouble. Right. But that's how much we love Steve and we're bummed out that he wasn't on the show anymore. But he's nice enough today to come on the show with us. Steve, I miss you so much. I mean, let's be honest. Boys, just this do. is the best. This is the best. I just wanted to build some drama. Just show up the Friday before the Super Bowl so we can really get, you know, make hey man, I, 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 have, I have missed the conversations, trust me and, uh, and very much, you know how much, uh, I always told you it felt like I was on the, uh, the it's cathartic and I was on the, on the couch myself every time we talked so I could get a little therapy so, uh, you guys got some time to make up for and some therapy to do so let's get, let's get at it but you know what Steve, you, you really traded up because you had a long uh, interview with, um Tom Brady, and I'm wondering, what's that like? Like to the two Hall of Famers going? I mean, is he bringing up stuff to you that you go, "Wow, I didn't think of it that way." You think you're bringing that stuff up to him? What was that like? Super interesting, super interesting. Because as we chatted, I was coming from a dynamic, mobile mindset, and he was coming from, "I need to that ball's coming out. I'm not going to be able to run anywhere." And how do I get to the right answer before the snap of the ball? And I just thought it was – the conversation for me was super, super interesting. And, and I learned a lot uh, having it, to be honest with you. Do you think he's going to be a good broadcaster just from that talk, that, that he would be able to articulate that in the short amount of time between plays you get in a game? You never know. I, I, I've, I've noticed that people you thought would be great weren't great, and, and people you thought weren't going to be great were great. So it's like it's just hard to know. So you do it, you get in the groove of it, and it's also who you're with. And it takes some time, too, to pick out a, you know, just get into the sing-song of what you're trying to get accomplished and what, what is too much information, you know, and what is not enough and getting that feel. Getting that feel. But certainly his understanding of the position, uh, I, I could talk to him all day long. Now, since we haven't gotten to the Super Bowl yet, Michael, let's stay off topic for a minute before we jump all the way in on Brock Purdy and the San Francisco 49ers. Okay. Steve, what did you make? You were always high on the guy and had a relationship with him. What did you make of the last year of Zach Wilson? Well, I, I, well first of all, I admire his, his willingness and humility to take in his own mistakes 
his own foibles and then also take in and look around and see all of the mitigating you know, factors that caused some of the grief and started to own it all. And so he grew up, and I'm grateful for that. Uh, I'm grateful that he, um, you know, I thought he was going to have a red shirt the year this year. And, and Aaron told, I saw Aaron just recently, we did last week, and we were talking about Zach and how, how disappointed Aaron was to get hurt, not only for himself, but for Zach as well, because he thought that would be a really important piece to his kind of development. And, and, and Aaron really came to like Zach and thought he could be a really good player. And so, you know, I think that Zach's done, despite the things he hasn't done, he's done enough in my mind to at least deserve a, 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 a shot somewhere uh, to see if he can continue to grow and mature because uh, we've seen the talent. But, uh, and we could, we could sit on the, on the call and talk for 15 minutes about who's at fault. And, and I think the bottom line is Zach's at fault because the ball's in his hands and he's got to get it done. But recognize as well, like Aaron said, you know, there's a lot of work to do from top to bottom, from all the way to the top to the bottom in getting people's mindsets kind of in a, in a good place to go, you know, kind of attack uh, the Everest, which is the Super Bowl. Talking to Steve Young, the Hall of Fame quarterback here on the Michael K. Show. Steve, we've been asking everybody that comes on this question, and, you know, I know you're close with the 49ers and you've, you've had conversations with Brock Purdy. Why are the 49ers favorite over the defending Super Bowl champion who are rolling out Patrick Mahomes, one of the greatest quarterbacks ever? How does it make sense? Do you see that they should be the favorite? Well, I think you got to think about the 49ers of Thanksgiving. And I don't know if you remember talk, if you chatted about the 49ers back then, but at that time, there was more than you've ever said, maybe in 25 years, a team that was so dominant and so, so for sure going to run the table. And I think there's still remnants of that. Uh, you certainly can't see the, the 49ers of Christmas Day with the Ravens and the mauling that happened there and then obviously the last couple of weeks in the playoffs. If you take that in with where's that defense, where's the pass rush, where's the dynamic, where's the, you know, the constant, you know, the, the dynamic run to, to play action, dominance to go up early and then and crush people at, just out of halftime. Like, where is that? That hasn't happened. They've taken halves off both sides of the ball. They have not played up to their capability, but they have shown incredible grit to come back 24-7 and, um, and, and be able to do the things to, under duress at home to, to win football games. I mean, Jordan Love had him on the ropes. Uh, Jared Goff had him on the ropes and couldn't close it. So you, you're thinking of those games. I think a lot of people are thinking about the team that has to get it right at some point and get back to who they truly are, which is the dominant team. And if you say that team shows up, you know, Sunday, that team will maul everybody. And I think that's the only thing, the only thing you can think of, because otherwise you'd be scared to death after what you saw in the last couple of weeks. Does, I mean, we had on Sal Palantonio previously, and he said nobody in the game has more pressure than Kyle Shanahan. And, Steve, we know he's a brilliant offensive mind, but he has laid some eggs in big games. You know, he had a 10-point yeah. lead with about eight minutes left in the Super Bowl. He was the offensive coordinator of a team that was up 28-3, to got shut down the rest of the way. Does he have something to prove? Do you think he could be a big-game coach like that? Everybody, until you break it down, break down the door, has something to prove. And then when you break it down, you got to go break it down again. So it never ends. And so the idea that you, it was Bill Walsh that taught me, and we talked about the team, every year you want to set up base camp in the playoffs. That's your goal. And then you attack the summit. And you don't get there every year. We got there a lot of years, and uh, and we got it done. So certainly, Kyle's not, it's not lost on Kyle, all of the things that have gone haywire, especially in the Super Bowl. I mean, that's the one that everyone's going to remember forever. 
is that you're up in the Super Bowl like that. But, you know, until, until that happens, he's going to have that hanging around his neck, and he gets that. We, we all live it. We all live at the highest levels. You don't want, if you want to hang around the upper echelon of any high-level, high-demand job, you're going to be, your, your expectations and the, and the hurdles and the, the collars of, of weight that hang around, you're always going to be until you just knock them down. So, yeah, I mean, thanks, Sal, for the, for the tip, you know. <laughs> I, I, that was really, you know, of course, of course, yes, all of it, every inch of it. And Kyle knows every inch of it and feels every inch of it. There's no question. Well, that was a handful. Um, so was, what, I, I asked Sal Pal this earlier. Maybe I'm an idiot. I, Steve, I just get the sense that this game on Sunday, on Sunday is going to play out like a real heavyweight fight. Not a ton of feeling each other out. Let's get right into it. What do you expect from these two teams on Sunday? It really, to me, depends on uh, the front four of each. Now, the, the Chiefs had an injury in their front four. The reason why they were capable of, you know, rank and file knocking people around this year defensively is that they had such a great it's – it's a zone blitz dynamic where they're, they're trying to confuse the quarterback, have him feel pressure, yet play zone behind it. And the guys that have perfected it really do cause a lot of grief. But you really do do the damage with four guys, and the 49ers have to figure out a way to put pressure on Patrick Mahomes with four guys. Because if you bring five, the fifth guy is monumental to the opportunity that is created behind those five guys. And so if they can't pressure Patrick Mahomes early in the game with four guys and, and do it pretty intensely, then, you're gonna, then I think that shootout is real. And the way that they've been giving up the run is really what has shocked everybody in San Francisco. Like, wait a second, what are we doing? With the Lions running up and down the field, taking the lead that they did, felt so out of character and out of whack. And so what's the answer to that? And so if you have a defense that shows up on Sunday that does not rush the passer and put Patrick in a, in a bind with four guys and that can stop the run pretty effectively, it, then, it gets, then it gets really tough. Well, and, and if you were struggling the last couple of weeks with Detroit and Green Bay's running game, how much are you going to struggle with Pacheco and Patrick Mahomes' running game? And I, I, okay. That's why I, I, really, I think Michael's question is the right one. So wait a second. Who's favorite? What are we doing here? Right. And so right. I, I, think there's just an, I think there's an element of the, the superstars that have been collected. The, best, the greatest group of superstars in the, not the history, but in, in, a, in a couple of decades, all put one team, especially during free agency, just doesn't really doesn't usually happen. You don't find two Hall of Fame uh, running back and a tackle show up, uh, you know, kind of, and it just tips the scales in a way that no other team in the league is able to gather that much talent. And so that's what's driving so much of the anticipation from San Francisco is that with that talent, they were smashing people this year, and it looked like nobody could get in their way. And then suddenly, after Christmas, things things have gone a little bit more haywire. Steve Young is our guest here on the Michael K. Show. Steve, is it wrong of me not to be blown away by Brock Purdy's talent? I, I, I saw an interview that you did in the New York Post today where he's able to process things quickly, but when I pick apart, like if he was a Frankenstein monster, I don't think he has overwhelming talent. You know, he doesn't have the arm of a Mahomes. He doesn't have the escapability of a Steve Young. What makes him good? So it, the superpower is what I told Mark Canzara over at the post. Like it is really his processing ability and his presence. He is he is a, a calming mind in the in the in the in the fray. It's just how he's built. It's who he is. Most people, when adrenaline runs, 
their mind shallows and, and things get tougher, and it just doesn't happen to him. So he's one of the guys that responds in a, in a unique way, and then he is he owns the data. He's put an incredible amount of time. He has the brain power to put the data in his mind and have a reflexive recall and then uses it to be an incredible processor. And you've heard that talked about in quarterbacks. That's what we need, processing power, processing power, processing power. Well, this is one of his superpowers. To your point, Brock will tell you, he told you after the game when he was up on the podium after the championship game, I'm not the biggest, I'm not the strongest, I'm not the fastest. Like, not, all of that is very, very true. So if he's asked to do those things that, that, that most of the prototype quarterbacks have to do today, stiff arm the defensive lineman, spin out, throw the ball back across the field 40 yards, find, you know, run down. Now, he, he spit out 50 yards, so you've got to give him that, and I think he's going to have to do that again. But he's telling you already, Michael, that you're right. I don't have those capabilities. I do have a superpower, and I just need to lean into it. And I would tell him, don't look across the field at Patrick Mahomes. Don't watch Patrick Mahomes. And I don't think he will because he's got to go do his game which is I'm go- I need to be 14 of 18, four, you know, uh, 16 right. of 20 at halftime for, for 180 yards, no interceptions, and maybe a touchdown or two. Like, that's what he did all season long. And, and so efficiently that he had per- perfect passion of passer efficiency twice. Like, that's his superpower when he's protected, when he's got this ability, these group of guys that are amazing to come out of the backfield or, you know, or line up all over the field and he can get the ball out. He's quick. He gets the ball out, Michael. Now, one of the that's counterpoints it that's come since, since the Ravens game is that because the ball's coming out quickly, he processes so fast, what defense has started to do is, look, where he looks, he's throwing it because he's already processed it. He's not looking you off. He's going because he, that ball's coming up. So they started just watching his eyes and just running to it. Like, I don't, like, don't even defend it. Just run to where he's looking. And that started to become a problem, and I think that has been a problem. And I think that he's got to figure out what his next move off of his superpower is to work against, you know, dynamic NFL defenses that are trying to get a book on him. And so right, because he this- doesn't have those abilities, well, Michael, because he doesn't have those abilities, there right. are limitations to what his He doesn't have all the answers to the test that Patrick has. Let's just be honest, right? Uh, it, it's interesting, though, and this brings up another question that's probably like it could be a four-hour show, but... I mean, you're talking about the superpower. Well, obviously, then the NFL is not really processing what makes a quarterback great when they're, they're seeing them come out of college. They're not because they, 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 he was the last pick in the draft. Nobody saw in all the Wonderlick tests and all the pro days, nobody saw that this guy could be this good. So there's a flaw there, too. No question. And, and, and they're trying to find objective tests now to give to quarterbacks coming out of college that have more of an aptitude for processing. They're trying to break that code. They're getting a little bit closer. They are getting insights into the processing power. But still, I swear to you, I don't know that even the quarterback knows until he gets into the system because you don't know the speed of the game as it incrementally speeds up and you get now you're driving 300 miles an hour instead of 240 miles an hour. That increment that you're processing, a lot of people fail, falter. They can't keep up. And so you can, you, until you get out on the field, a lot of times you, you draft a quarterback, you just don't know. And the quarterback doesn't know until he actually gets out there. And so it's just, until they get a perfect processing out in training camp, test them out the first year to find out, do you have the processing power? We pray you do. We don't know how to see it or make sure of it. We hope you do. Can you, can you, can you rise up to the speed and, and, uh, and the athleticism of the pro game? And if they do, you're like, oh, my gosh. And then you find a guy like Brock who goes, oh, no, I was actually be able to do this even faster if necessary. That's where it's like a little bit of shock to the system because they just they have no way to know. 
What they did know is the things that you see, right? I and mean, he's not that fast. He's not that big. He's not that strong. He's not like all the stuff that even he will admit. So that's, there's no new news other than the processing expertise. You don't know until he comes out and he's like, oh my gosh, it's, it's, it's top, of the, top of the heap. And that's, what, what, that's the new news. That's the superpower. Now, you, you don't have the L.A. Express to root for anymore. They don't exist. Uh, Tampa Bay didn't spend a lot of time. <laughs> Sunday, are you really living dying with the 49ers? Does it mean a lot to you that they win? I, I really appreciate what Jed York, over the years, what John Lynch has done recently and what Kyle has done recently, have, de- have designed a team or brought a team together that was very resonant to me to where I, when I was there. This is leadership in the locker room, selflessly kind of seeking, uh, you know, the, the, the success of the team, the language around what Bill Walsh kind of started. And, and when I feel that, it feels so resonant that, I, that I, they become a part of our, you know, who the 49ers are. If you're a 49er, this is a team that, this 49er team is very resonant to me as a 49er. So in that way, I very much want to see them pay it off. I want Kyle to pay it off. I want Jed to pay it off. I want John to pay it off. Like, what an amazing resume to be a Hall of Fame player and then go to the Super Bowl as a, as a general manager. And then, obviously, with Brock and all the guys, they're just good guys. Christian McCaffrey, when, remember when there was the MVP talk at the end of the season? And I was like, it's Brock Purdy. And they asked Brock Purdy, well, no, no, it's, it's Christian McCaffrey. And Christian McCaffrey, no, it's Trenton Williams. And it's like, these are the kind of guys that you want to cheer for. And, uh, and so, for me, this 49er team feels very familiar. And so, that's a good thing. And if Patrick Mahomes wins is great wins mvp where are we starting to put him in this conversation of, of all-time greats well he's he, you know the super bowls do in some way determine it all that's three as a young guy before 30 who can in this league now play till you're 40 40 43 tom played at 45 you really want to if he stays healthy and there's no reason why patrick does not put himself at great risk he can continue to do it and then if andy Reid, if they can stay together and Andy keeps coaching you know, I, I, when Tom won his seventh in Tampa, I just thought to myself, this is nutball stuff. This is crazy town. This is like, this is on, this is on Mars kind of stuff. And then I tell you, if he wins this weekend, I have to re- kind of rethink that. It's like, I don't know that that's Mars anymore. Like, I think that Patrick Mahomes might be able to get there, which baffles the mind uh, when Tom beat him. Well, Mahomes, if he wins Sunday, uh, Steve, that would be three at the age of 28, same as Tom. And then Tom went on a 10-year slump where he didn't win. So if they could keep right. grinding him out, maybe you know, uh, seven, it seems like insurmountable, but I guess it seems it's incredible. To- it seems incredible. But if he, but like, if he, wins, four, if he wins three already, I, I, you've got to say to yourself, how is he not going to be? Because the truth of the matter of the game today, it, it's not like get a great defense and go to the Super Bowl. That's, those days are over. It's have one of five or six guys, including um, Josh Allen or Justin Herbert or Joe Burrow or Patrick. There's only four or five guys that can go to the Super Bowl that don't have the supreme, you know, that have that incredible talent and, and, and ability that lead the league. And they're the prototype today. That prototype, he's going to be in that mix. If he can win a couple of playoff games every year, it's more likely. I'm saying than it was at Tom. Br- Tom Brady's probably harder to get to seven than, than the way it is today. In the game today, is actually maybe a little easier for Patrick just because of the nature of what what the league looks like. The, the, the rule changes help the offense. Rule changes help the quarterback. And so, in some ways, if he could win three already, and the way the way that's built today, you could see it getting there even quicker. You know, if you if you were behind center, Steve, how, how would you attack a Spagnolo defense? Because you know, as, as a coordinator, you'd have to say he's 
he's kind of Hall of Fame-ish. You know, the one with the, the Giants, two with the Chiefs. If he wins Sunday, it'd be four Super Bowl rings as a D coordinator. What does he do that's so special, and how would you attack it? Are you talking about Spagnola? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so he, he takes – remember the old uh, zone blitz back from the Pittsburgh Steelers in the 90s? And uh, I think the Carolina Panthers started doing it. And so he's taking that to another level to create drama to the quarterback. I want the quarterback at ill at ease, and I want linemen to be sure who's actually blitzing, who actually comes, who, who is the defensive lineman, who do I have? And he tried to create that – as much as Kyle Shanahan tries to create before the snap of the ball to get as much information as he can out of the defense and put them at odds and put them at, you know, on their heels, that's what Spagnuolo does on the other side. He wants that quarterback to not – like, who is coming? And then when all of a sudden when they finally figure out who is coming and who the blitz is coming from, it ends up being only four guys. There's four guys that didn't realize who the four were. And then behind it plays a zone defense that does a good job of not having a lot of holes. There's not a lot of answers. So now you're on your heels as a, as a, at the line of scrimmage, and now you're trying to decipher through a zone coverage scheme that's like, well, where's the analysis? There's a defensive lineman in the middle of the field. And so I think he just tries to create that drama for the quarterback, and then they end up throwing people's chest. And then they say, well, then I can't do that. I'm going to take it. I'm going to, I'm going to try to drop it off. I'm going to make less risk. And then, and then they just smother you. So I think he's done that for many years. He's very, very good at it. And I, I, I remember um, – you know, coordinators back in the 90s and 2000s that were very similar that used this, this concept to cause a lot of grief. Before we let you go, why do you think that Lamar Jackson struggles in big games? I don't want to, I don't, I just, I, I, it's kind of like Kyle not winning the big one. It's kind of like, I, 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 I believe that Lamar is transitioning. You guys, we've talked about this. I'm so happy to be back with you on this, on this subject. How many times do we tell you that the, the, the Baltimore Ravens have damned Lamar Jackson with a sophisticated running game? They capitulated. They fired. They they changed it. They were going to become a sophisticated passing team. They got him more assets outside. He tried to make the transition this year. I thought it was a successful beginning of the transition to have him be able to now be a sophisticated passer and could compete against Patrick Mahomes and Josh Allen and Joe Burrow and and he could join that crew and then also keep all of his dynamic ability. That that playoff game is an anomaly. It is a weird thing. I don't know how to explain it. You could explain it as I can't win a big one. I'd rather leave that in abeyance right now. I'd want to leave that alone and just see the continued development of him as a sophisticated passer and see if he can't just lean in to become even a greater player next year and then finishing it so he can stop all the madness and the talk. Until he does, that's, it'll be easy to just dismiss him. Like, well, he doesn't win the big game. Until you've changed that, that dynamic, you're stuck with it. He has that around his neck. He knows it. And, and he knew it before this, by the way. He talked about it. When he talked about the MVP, he's like, I don't care about that. I care about one thing. I'm just getting this weight around my neck off. And now it added a little bit more. But he's up to it. Let's see what he can get to get done next year. You know, these 25 minutes, Peter, made me realize why I miss and love Steve Young so he, much. He's, he's, he's the best. <laughs> Are you going to the game Sunday? I am. Um, I. <laughs> you guys might have heard that I coached flag football this fall with my girls yes. in high school, and yep. uh, and now they now they love football. So I wasn't going, and now the other days my girls are like, "We're going, right?" And I'm like, "No, honey, we're not going this year. We're gonna we're, we got it off. We're good." And I'm like, "No, we got it." So right now, I'd say it's fifty-fifty. We're not sure where it's house in the whole. House so so when when Steve Young, Super Bowl champion, right, Hall of Famer, MVP, yeah, when he decides last minute. 
I want to go to the Super Bowl. What, what phone call are you making there, Steve? Do you call the Goodell? I mean, are you go to, to the top or what? How does that work? Because you're going to end up in a suite somewhere. <laughs> I'll be part. They'll put me in a corner somewhere, probably. I, I, there's a couple of calls I'd probably make. There's a couple. Let's not. Let's not. I haven't. I haven't made them yet. So relax. I don't want to. All right. All right. We won't blow your in, spot in radio land. It was like, oh my God, Steve Young hounding around. Watch out. <laughs> Everyone. I think duck. Jed York's Everyone getting a call. No, oh, I think the Yorks are getting a <laughs> yeah, call. The Yorks are getting a call. <laughs> Everyone. Everyone duck. <laughs> young, young prowling. <laughs> well, Steve, thanks for coming on. We really do appreciate it. And we have please missed you Please tell me lot. it can happen again. Please, please tell me yes. it can happen again. I, I think All so, right. Steve. We, we hope so, man. You're All the best. Right. All right. Be well. Let's love you guys. All right. Thank you. Same, same to you. That is Steve Young. Uh, you going to be all right? Me? Yeah, the rest of the show even is hard to do. Should we just replay Steve when we come back? No, no, no. I, I like to, you know, luxuriate in it. So Talk you, about we'll come it. back. We'll break it down. Right. To a five. I may skip E&M and play Steve again. Really? Yep. Well, That's you, how strong I feel. You got some place to go? No. Oh, I just, I, I want to. The inverted lu- handshake? I want to luxuriate more Steve. Um, Woody Johnson said something yesterday. It's kind of curious. Yeah, I heard. I heard. That's the Woodster. Not what you want. No, it's not what you want. It's not what Jet fans want. No. I will come back with all of that. We're at Pot Deutsch Park here in uh, Long Island, on Long Island. However you say it. A lot of people here. We, we appreciate everybody that's dropped by. Hope you're enjoying the show at home and on TV as well. We'll be back with more of your phone calls and Woody Johnson when we get back on Yes and 98.7 ESPN. Friends, go see Dr. Jay Shaw. He's a double board certified pain specialist. Don't let neck, back, joint, or nerve pain slow you down from doing all the things that you love. It's time to reclaim your active lifestyle. Call our friend Dr. Jay Shaw today at Samuel Pain. Dr. Jay Shaw treats joint, neck, back, sciatica, and nerve pain. Dr. Shaw is also a migraine and headache specialist. Procedures involve no cuts, scars, incisions, or downtime. Call Dr. Jay Shaw to take a non-surgical approach with precise image-guided procedures without pain medications. Enjoy life pain-free. Same-day and next-day appointments available. Go to SamwellPain.com. Put an end to your pain and suffering today. Why wait any longer? Make your appointment with Dr. Jay Shaw. Go to SamwellPain.com now. Regain your active lifestyle. Enjoy all of your favorite activities pain-free. Samuel Payne now has three convenient locations in Woodbridge, Livingston, and a brand new office in Englewood to serve Bergen County. Visit SamuelPayne.com. You'll wish you met Dr. Shaw sooner. Most major insurance are accepted. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any 8-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number 8, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature 8-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number 8, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Thanks for listening to the Michael K. Show podcast. Hey, buddy. Hey. Catch the show on demand wherever you want. Just subscribe to us wherever you get your podcasts. 
It's a football Friday with the Michael K Show, presented by Nissan and Bet365. Well, over the past month, we've been giving our listeners boxes for the big game with a chance to win. $500 in the first and third quarters, $1,000 at halftime, and a final score payout of $2,000. We're going to reveal the numbers for the NFC. Who's going to do that? We're revealing the numbers for the NFC? Uh, I guess I'm doing it. It's my, one of my favorite things to do. Uh, so how are you doing it? I, I don't know. Do I have it yet? At ENN? Here's what's going to happen. You're doing it at ENN. Yeah, oh. In ENN, they're going to hand me a list of numbers, and then I'm just going to call out random numbers. Sounds like good use of ENN. No, it's great use. People yeah. love it. You know and, what, and you know who you know who appreciates it? Who? Only the people who win. The hundred people that win. Hundred? Well, it's a hundred oh. boxes. But I'm not reading every number. Yeah, you're reading ten and ten. Oh, it is. It's ten and ten. So it affects a hundred people because it's ten times ten. I got it. Okay. First ten were read this morning, so I only have to read the second ten. Got it. Okay. The whole contest brought to you by Security Dodge, as Michelle Scalisi says. Come get some. Uh, Telemore Dew Iris Whiskey and the brand new Telemore Dew Honey. For full contest details, go to SuperboxBonanza.com. All right, let's go back to the phones. 1-800-919-3776. And we'll go to Carmine in Englewood. Carmine. Hey, Michael, Don, Peter. How's it going? Good. How are you doing? Doing well. Uh, It was awesome to hear Boone yesterday and Steve Young today, which leads me to my point about guests. I know you guys don't like when callers try to program the show, but... Michael, did you just drop a randomly a few weeks ago drop it? I can get judged anytime I want and never go back to it again. Right. Yeah, but why, why would I have him now? Now's not, not the time to have him. You, well, you have him when, he, when he's hit 30 home runs in the first two months, when, it, when it's a bigger story. I, I like what the caller's saying. No, I don't like it at all. Carmine, you, you're, you're a bad program. I wouldn't waste Aaron Judge for spring training. Thank you for the phone call. Spring training guess for what? What does that do? Yeah, Aaron Boone yesterday. Well, he's setting the tone for the whole season. Got it. Don't question me. No, I mean, I, it, when you said last week, though, I can get Boone anytime. I thought, hmm, I, well, I did this. get Boone, didn't I? I mean, no, no, when you said I can get Judge anytime, I said, oh, let's well, see. Well, what I was trying to prove was, I mean, smart teams make their great players available. I think the Knicks are hurting themselves, not giving us Brunson, not giving us Randall, not giving us Thibodeau, not giving us Rose. I think even the Yankees, who are the Yankees, they'll put their guests on. They'll, they'll put their people on. Yeah, no, I agree. It's, it's definitely something weird that we've seen with these other teams here. J.J. in North Carolina. J.J. Um, you know, I was just curious because uh, I'm, I'm a bit of a uh, – it's kind of a stupid, uh, ridiculous thing, but I know we're kind of children here. Um, sure we are. When referring, when referring to the uh, the disgusting. Sorry, Anthony. I love you. You're a great guy. But when re- referring to the uh, facial hair or lack thereof under his chin, right? You guys are the talking filthy about, music uh, you know, is what you're saying. Right? Yeah, yeah. You, you're referring to how it's like it's funny that the two the two synonyms are pew and sick. So maybe <laughs> uh, when you're referring to it, just say pew sick. Like, you know, like, huge, like, instead of just saying cute sick, it's got to be JJ, who's writing your stuff, JJ? JJ, who's writing your stuff? JJ has good stuff. Yeah, but that wasn't it's it. Me. No, but he, uh, it's, I told you it was going to be very ridiculous, but, you know, I'm just, I'm just throwing you know it out why? there. You know what? You were spot on. You anyway. were spot on, JJ. Now, listen, I, JJ, don't <laughs> listen to Michael. I did point out that it is funny that Pusick is pew and sick, but yeah. I don't know if it would work every time, JJ. Yeah, yeah, it'll be kind of hard to... It's, it's yeah. kind of stupid. Um, 
When I remember when I was talking when you were on the show with uh, with Barton Hahn, Peter, and um, I brought up the fact that uh, my girlfriend was uh, studying abroad in Turks and Caicos this past uh, semester. Right. <laughs> um. <laughs> And uh, you're you're wondering for a follow up if you if I should ever uh, if she, when she comes back. Well, she's been back for about a few weeks, and it's it's actually like an insane experience. We got to go like diving in uh, in all these like oceans JJ, does, and do all does, this does, biology. Does she, does she seem different? You know, all that time in Turks and Caicos without somebody with bad puns. I mean, has she? You know, maybe she had a too good of a time. Well, no, she's not. I don't think she's like the going, going out type. She had a, she, she made a few friends. Um, yeah. She was okay. on the part where, where it's not very touristy. Well, no, women friends, Michael. All right. She's okay. not. Uh, I don't think she, um, she like explored like that. I mean, I, I might. Well, don't have, but don't not worry like about. Great. Uh, don't worry about Michael. If if you listen to the show this week, you know he's a dinosaur. He doesn't understand these things. That's right. I, I haven't really latched onto the throuple yet. No, he, he's missing out. He's not understanding what you're living, JJ. Don't worry about it. JJ's a good caller who borders on being insufferable. But I like him. You do. I like the cut of his jib. All right. So the occasional day I'll be off in the summer, I have him as a co-host. PR and JJ. You know what? I, I don't mind the uh, yeah, sound of that. See how that works out. Andre and Red Bank. Andre. Hey guys, can I join? You may. <laughs> no, um, you know, I was just listening to Steve Young before, and, you know, it's just this point's been made before in different ways, but it seems like the scouts really get caught up in the measurables, like yeah. hand size and height and, you know, arm strength. When, I mean, and obviously I'm not a scout or an expert, but the first time I saw Purdy, I was just really impressed with his poise. And, and, and I'm actually not, I mean, I, I still think the Chiefs are going to win, but, but Purdy, I've been impressed with right from the beginning about his poise, the way he surveyed the field, the way he, he's fearless, throwing in the tight windows. And I just don't see how scouts could miss that. When the kid played, I think, 46 games at Iowa State, how did everybody miss that? It, well, it's you just know, mind-boggling. I don't, know, I don't know if you heard the show yesterday, Andre, and it's a good question. I did Thank not. Call. Well, well, we had on Lou Lamorello. And listen, Peter knows this. I'm in on analytics. I'm down with analytics, as the kids say. But they lose it when there's something that's not a measurable. You can't measure heart. You can't measure uh, the ability to, to process the information. They try to, to process the information stuff. That's where, that's, that's the, the chasm in the brilliance of analytics because if you can't measure the stomach, you can, and I don't mean the size of the stomach, if you can't measure the guts and you can't measure the heart, can you really measure the player accurately? I, I say, I, what, what I think you're trying to say is if you can't measure the cubes. Well, I'm sure they try. We, we've never seen the cube measurable. But, yeah. but that is a big piece of it, right? It's a big piece, I mean, and that's why it's an inexact science. Brock Purdy comes in in a season in which there's no way he's expecting to play ends up becoming the guy and going on a run that has now basically lasted two years. Oh, it's been unbelievable. If he doesn't get hurt in the championship game against Philadelphia, they likely win that game, and he's looking at back-to-back Super Bowls. So the fact that they're able to miss that, yeah, Michael, it shows just how fallible and and imperfect the science is. You know, let's, let's take it to baseball. Every measurable that analytics want, Joey Gallo hit those measurables the way they want. And then how how do you turn out? But 
They couldn't measure how he would deal in New York. They couldn't measure how he would deal with pressure. They couldn't measure it. It's not measurable. And until they find something to measure that, it's still going to miss every now and then. Yep. The numbers are going to tell you a lot. It can't tell you everything. In particular in the playoffs. And that's something we've seen throughout this playoff. We have tried to measure and and look at these games and look at numbers and and, and guesstimate. And then what happens, Michael? In a pressure spot, the Chiefs just do the things that veteran champion teams do. Absolutely. When we come back, we make the picks. Now, there's a lot less drama now because I've lost and you've won. You're in last. I'm in first. But nothing's going to change. I do have Aaron Boone's pick. And it will be interesting to see where all four of us land on our picks, though. I have Don's pick. He, He texted it to me. Yep. So uh, we'll have that when we get back. Uh, For those that missed the beginning of the show, Don, um, dealing with some family issues, nothing nothing serious, but something he could not leave the house today. So uh, we send our best wishes to him and the family and the kids, uh, and hopefully he'll be back with us on Monday. But we'll be back with you in a couple of minutes when we uh, return with our picks, and then Ian and after that right here on Yes and 98.7 ESPN. All right, guys, not sure if you're aware, but uh, the big game is coming up this Sunday. And when I say the big game, guys, you know what I'm talking about? The Super Bowl. Super Bowl 58. It's all about what you're going to eat, where you're going to watch, and who are you going to bet on. We're about to get into our picks right now. And you can end your season with a W or two or three. All right, not only can you bet who's going to win Super Bowl 58, but FanDuel has bets for which players will score a touchdown, how many points will be scored, and so much more. New customers join today, and you'll get $200 in bonus bets if your first bet of $5 or more wins. Just visit FanDuel.com slash Peter to sign up. That's FanDuel.com slash Peter. Make every moment more with FanDuel, an official sportsbook partner of the NFL, 21 and over, and physically present in New York. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued is non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire seven days after receipt. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. For help with a gambling problem, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text OPE-NY at 467-369. Thanks for listening to the Michael K. Show podcast. Well, that's awesome. Looking for more access to the show? That's right, man. Check us out on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at TMKS ESPN. These pick up football. Pick up football. Are the Michael K. Show. Pick up pro picks. Three, 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 three. Well, the bottom line is Peter's a champion two years in a row. But we have, yeah, you, you give him a hand. Yeah. Uh, you guys have simply the best over there? I would love one round of simply the best to close out the year. Yeah, better than all the rest. R.I.P. Tina. Better R. than R. anyone. Yeah, no, it was a it was a good year. Two good two years. Yeah. Gonna go for the old trifecta tomorrow. Get my Phil Jackson on. You know what I mean? Tomorrow is, is Saturday. Next, Next year, Saturday. not tomorrow. You get the idea. So let me let me tell you this. A lot of pressure on you. If you don't win the Super Bowl, the whole thing is invalid. Not heard that. Never heard that. Because if the true. Yankees won 114 games in '98, didn't win the World Series, it wouldn't mean anything. Yeah, it just doesn't work that way, though. That's how it works in my mind. No, no, you guys can't catch up. I have the most wins and the most points. I know. Well, let me give you Don's point, uh, his score, all right? He, he thinks that he's going with the under. He didn't say that. His final score is 17-13 Niners. I'll tell you what, it, it's kind of a repug. Kind of a repug pick from Don. Why, why is that? Well, 17-13, that's a letdown for this game. I mean... You know, Kansas City's defense is really good. The, the, as as Sal Powell illustrated earlier, and so did Steve, the, the San Francisco defense has been suspect. So I, I would consider that to be a boring outcome. Now, I, do- wonder, I wonder if I influenced on 
this week with all my have. spread talk because he, he didn't seem in on the 49ers no, earlier in the week. Jarrett McKinnon, questionable for the Super Bowl. Joe Thune and Prince Tega Wanagogo are out. Thune's a big loss. So uh, that's the injuries. And by the way, speaking of injuries, the Knicks listing Isaiah Hartenstein as out tomorrow versus Indiana with an Achilles injury. And Brunson is listed as questionable. Listen, you don't want to start, like, crying. But at the same time, it's rough. This has been, like, literally one after another, after another, after another. It's adding up. All right. Uh, I'm going to take. Let's get, hold on, let's get the other picks out of the way. How do you feel about that? And before me? Yeah, before us. Let's save us now. All right. We're so the only ones here. Who do you have? Uh, I have Aaron Boone. What does Aaron say? Aaron sent me a gift. Yeah. Would you like to see it? Let me see. This is Boone's gift. Okay. <laughs> it's Taylor Swift, like, cheering. Yes, it is Taylor Swift jumping up, nervous. He is going with the Kansas City Chiefs. Um, and it's funny, that sort of, like, influenced me a little bit. Well, what do we got for incarcerated Bob? I was like, do I really want to root for Bob? Taylor Swift? Yeah, I, I don't know. Um, Bob gave me about a 1,000 picks. Um, here they are, though. Uh, 49ers minus two. Okay. 49ers minus half a point in the first half. Pacheco over 66 and a half yards. I love that. I like that. that that's a nice That's a nice one. George Kittle over three and a half receptions. What are we missing? What do you mean? So San Francisco is favored, and the over-under for Kittle receptions only three and a half. Like, don't you think if San Francisco is to win this game, Kittle has five, six catches? Well, I, maybe they're thinking... If they're going to win the game, McCaffrey has to have a big game. And, and then they'll go with the wide receivers. I guess. I guess so. Um, and he also has the Chiefs-Niners over in the fourth quarter at 13-and-a-half. He believes it'll be a high-scoring fourth quarter. So, Michael, I'll go to you. No, 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 wait. Because everybody here, you're in for a treat. Because a lot of people hear it. Not many people see it. What's 45 say? You really want to do this, don't yeah, you? Yeah, of course. Well, first of all, Bear Bear is going with uh, the Chiefs. Big Big Swifty. Because there's no animal. Yeah, he can't he yeah. can't choose an animal. Uh, let me think about uh, what 45 had told me he liked for this game. Who is it again? The 49ers and, and the, the Chiefs. Chiefs. Yeah. Michael, I'm going with the Chiefs. I'm going with the Chiefs. A lot of people don't know this. I'm a big Swifty. I love Taylor. Very talented, talented Taylor. That's what I call her. And talented Taylor and talented Travis, they're going to beat up on the fragile 49ers. They're very fragile, mentally fragile, like Nancy Pelosi in the old city of San Francisco. <laughs> so I'm going with the Chiefs. Well, 45, I agree. I'm going with the Chiefs as well. Wow, we agree on a lot, Michael. You'd be surprised. Um, and really, my pick last, you know, for the AFC Championship game has influenced me. I, I was stupid to pick against Mahomes. I think the only smart thing is to pick Mahomes, and if you lose, you lose. And you know what? The 49ers showed up. Mahomes is better than Brock Purdy. You heard something that Steve Young said that also influenced me. People have studied what Brock Purdy does. He locks in on a receiver. He's going to throw it. People are jumping routes. So he could throw a big interception that could result in a, uh, a pick six. Uh, I, I just think Mahomes has been there, done that. This, this kind of stage is not going to um, really fluster him. So I think uh, I think the Chiefs win by three. I'm going to say 27-24. You took my score. Did I? Yeah. I already gave that today. All right. 30-27. <laughs> wow. Now what if you get it right? Yeah. Um, uh, 
I feel like such a lame-o. You are a lame-o. Thank you. Uh, I'm going to go with you. I'm, 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 I'm back to the Chiefs. I've been back and forth all week. I feel bad. Like, I sort of convinced Don to take the 49ers. Right. And then left the, the bandwagon. E- even though the Vegas thing makes me think, like, what is it? Are the, are the 49ers going to win? The defense has been suspect. The quarterback we know is a good quarterback, but one who's apt to make mistakes. He's up against the, the greatest co- one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time, a guy who's going to end up being a top-five quarterback in the history of the game. The, the Chiefs' defense has been fantastic. Um, really did a number on Lamar Jackson. You know Andy Reid can do a number with two weeks, right? Um, I, I, I just think it's silly at this point to... Is there a world in which San Francisco wins? Absolutely. At this point, though, I've seen enough from, from Kansas City to not bet against them. The fact of the matter is, I've said this multiple times, if you look at the last month... Okay, if you look at the course of the whole season, the 49ers were a better team than the Chiefs. But if you look at the playoffs... These are teams going different directions. I really do think the Chiefs have been heading in a better direction. I will take the Chiefs 27-24. And Aaron Boone, the manager of the New York Yankees, also said to me. He just added this? He added after he sent the picture of Taylor. He said, please stop with the if Purdy doesn't get hurt in the championship game, they likely win the game. Yeah, he doesn't believe that. He thinks the Eagles still would have won. They were losing and about to go down more to a great Eagles team in Philly. Uh, he said, let's let's change it. Let's say, how about it ruined any shot they had of coming back and upsetting the Eagles? I've gotten that scolding from him, too, separate, several times this year because I keep saying, you know, it'd be two Super Bowls in a row. He believes the Eagles would have won. And no, listen, he, he's right. They may have. I but maybe the Eagles would have started to really stink right then like instead, they did in the second half of the Instead of in the second half of the season. Yeah. Listen, I, I'll, I'll say this. He's right. It's not a foregone conclusion. Purdy plays, they win. They certainly would have had a much better shot, though, if they had a physical, a quarterback who could physically throw a football. I will, uh, and his score, by the way, 27-20 Chiefs. So everyone here going Chiefs except Don and incarcerated Bob. Yeah. So what is the spread that we have on ESPN bet? One and a half. One and a half. So Bob says two, right? No, he had he had one and a half as well. Okay. And, and half a point in the first half. Gotcha. So there you have it. Our final pick segment of uh, the season. Hope everybody enjoys the Super Bowl and hope everybody stick, sticks around and enjoys ENN because Peter's going to draw the numbers too for the Superbox Bonanza. So that will happen in just a moment. First, I want to tell you about if you're looking for a super offer for Super Bowl 58, well, DraftKings Sportsbook has you covered. New customers can bet on the big game and turn 5 bucks into 200 instantly in bonus bets. And with DraftKings Same Game Parlays, everyone's got a shot at an even bigger win for Super Bowl 58. String together multiple bets from the big game for a shot at making your payday even sweeter. Chiefs or Niners, the choice is yours. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code EMPIRE. New customers can bet 5 bucks to get 200 instantly in bonus bets only on DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of Super Bowl 58 with code EMPIRE. The crown is yours. You must be 21 plus, physically present in New York. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. Eligibility and deposit restrictions apply. Terms at Sportsbook. Dot DraftKings.com slash football terms. Gambling problem? Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369. Well, from Thanksgiving all the way to the big game is typically a sports fan's season of eating, but now it's time to get ready for spring training. 
Reach out to NJ Diet today. Their results are nearly twice as fast as weight loss injections and without any of those nasty side effects. With NJ Diet, you'll lose 20 to 40 plus pounds in only 40 days. Contractually guaranteed. They use your hair and saliva along with scans to personalize natural solutions and supplements that get your body into the fat burning zone. Then NJ Diet uses your DNA info to help keep the weight off. Lose a contractually guaranteed 20 to 40 plus pounds in only 40 days. That's much quicker than the injections and safer too. NJ Diet is all natural, no hormones, no prepackaged foods, no shots. You even get Dr. T's personal email and phone number. Call 855-5NJ-DIET. That's 855-5NJ-DIET. Or schedule your consult today at njdiet.com. That's njdiet.com. Thanks for listening to the Michael K. Show podcast. Hear more of Michael, Don, and Peter live weekday afternoon starting at 3 on 98.7 ESPN in New York. The ESPN app, the TuneIn app, or on your smart speaker. Hey Alexa, play 98.7 ESPN.